Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey guys, it's me, Kristen Cantrell. And this is Angela Fazio. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is Marissa Liskey. And Marissa is a single mom of three. And in her first six and a half months of business, she built a six-figure income company with no sphere of influence and all by creating community opportunities and aiming to help other women in business. That is music to my ears, you guys. Did you? I'm going to read this part again creating opportunities, right? So she didn't know anybody and she went out and created her own opportunities, which is awesome. And wait until you guys hear how she was fueled from such adversity. And mm -hmm. Marissa, I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for being a guest. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I, I'm hoping that, um, that the audience sticks through this whole thing. So how much of your story are you willing to share with our audience about how you had remarkable success out of great adversity. I'm willing to share it all, honestly. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, I'll just start. So, yeah. I was, <laughs> just, just start. <laughs> so, I was in a domestic violence relationship for about 10 years. Um, I had a different business prior to entering real estate. Um, but it increasingly became more difficult to run that business just because when you're in a situation like that, it's all about control. And he didn't want me to have my own finances. That way I had no opportunity for independence, therefore no option to leave him. So I, um, with my other business, I was selling vintage and things like that. And so he started like destroying my products. And so, um, I had wanted to enter into real estate for quite some time, but when you're in that kind of situation, you lack confidence, you know, you lack support. Um, and then of course you lack finances. So I just kind of, I just decided one day I had had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. Um, I was going to do it. I was going to try and just, you know, push forward and see, see if I could make real estate work for me and the kids to help us get out of that situation. And so I saved up just every dollar I possibly could until I could afford it. And I um, luckily, luckily, real estate, the schooling was online at that point. So I did it just kind of during the hours that he wasn't home mm -hmm. and got my license, um, did my test. Boom, boom. I think I did 10 day schooling test, test immediately. And then I just hit the ground running and um, luckily found some success in it. Yeah. You know, I just, I think it's so remarkable because different people react. I mean, totally different with adversity. Most people will stick their head in the sand or be paralyzed mm -hmm. or be so fearful. You just can't even think of a way out, but instead you literally found if there's a will, there's a way, right? You just mm -hmm. found a way to make the time I mean, I can't imagine learning that boring material under such duress. Like, is he going to walk in? Mm -hmm, Am I going to yeah. get caught? Um, tell me just how did you mentally keep yourself strong enough to, mm -hmm. to do that? 
Well, a lot of prayer. I don't know yeah. if I can say that up here, but a lot of prayer. Um, oh my gosh. We love Jesus. We love Jesus for sure. <laughs> and really it was just, my kids were so terrified and so uncomfortable and constantly crying and they really needed help. Like, of course, by leaving that situation, but also like through therapy and I wasn't able to get them that help. And so looking at them every day, being in that state was enough drive for me to say, I can reasonably probably not sleep for <laughs> the next year until yeah. I can make this work. And that's pretty much what ended up happening. Um, mm -hmm. Because at the time I was also working for his business for free, you know, being a single mom of the three kids, trying to maintain a home and then trying to get my real estate license and then build a community to where I had that support, but also had the opportunity to find clients because. Well, yeah, so, so that's like where I want to go too. is, so, you know, nobody, you know, you, you said you had no sphere at the time. So you got your real estate license. Like what was your first steps to saying, I'm going to go build community because you guys, she didn't just go and like start some small little group. She has a group in that's grown in two years to 250 women. So like right from getting your real estate license to going and deciding to do that, how, what was your first steps? So when you first get your real estate license, they always say, hit your sphere. And I'm thinking I have no sphere. And then they say things like door knocking or postcard mm -hmm. mailers. Well, I also had no funds. I didn't have any extra money. So I did try a little mailer, you know, I decided I'll try a little bit of everything. I tried the cold calling. I tried just everything they suggest. But what I found is nothing was happening quick enough for me. And so I realized I need to meet as many people as I can expand that sphere because then, you know, every person knows 10 people type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I, well, first I tried a couple networking groups that already existed and they're very, very like dry. I don't know how, very like stuffy. They're very, they're awkward like, uh -huh. and everyone's like, you know, what's in it for me type of mentality when you, that, go yeah, to that's exactly it. Nobody cares what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares what I do. They just want to make sure they're pumping their information into my ear. So I know what that's they right. do, you know, they also have a lot of rules, like, Whatever I did, I needed to bring my kids. That's just how it is. You know, whatever I did, I couldn't maybe be looking business professional at that exact moment for this meeting. And a lot of them totally. also require you to be at every meeting in addition to they're expensive to join. And so I just decided I'm just going to make my own group and see what happens. And so I just got on Facebook and was like, hey, starting a little mom's group in North Peoria, mother hustlers, um, free, you mother know, mother hustler. Oh, wait, did you just say mother hustler? Yeah. I've never heard yeah. that before. Mother hustler. Yeah. Come as that. you are. Everyone's welcome. You know, it's for women. If thinking of having a business or want to explore it, come, those are customers. That's more networking. Who cares? You know, if you need to bring your kids, bring them. If you want to come like with a high pony, your glasses in your pajamas with a lollipop stuck to your butt, come on over. Like that's what we're here for kind of vibe. And so it worked out really well. Um, actually at my first meeting, I was pretty much in tears. <laughs> the first meeting I organized, I was pretty much in tears. I had just come down from up North 
Um, I had all the kids. We were up there for doing a couple showings, came down here. My toddler had left one shoe up north, uh, got to the, got to the, we met at a coffee shop, got to the coffee shop. I had my dog in a carrier because she had just gotten hit by a car and she needed like constant oh medication. So, and my kids were, all, I show up, my kids are all screaming. I have all three of them. I've got this dog and I'm like almost in tears at the doorstep. And my, who is now one of my really good friends, she met me there and said, Hey, are you Marissa? And I said, yeah. And she's like, Oh good. I'm here for mother hustlers. And I was like, I don't even know if I can like do this today. And she's like, <laughs> Isn't that what this group is for? Like second half, let's go. And yeah. so that's been the vibe of it this entire time, you know, come com community, collaborate, help one another, build one another up, you know, support each other, not just in business, but support each other in our personal lives. And just all of the trials you, you encounter as a woman in business with children, you know, it's nice to have that connection where people are not only supporting your business, but also supporting you personally. You know, I have like a little army of women now behind me. So when I have to go to a trial, they're all showing up here. They're all showing yeah. up at my house, bringing flowers, bringing cookies, bringing dinner. You know, that's the kind of like community we've created. God that, is so sweet. I you know. know. Like, I'm just thinking about how I can't even imagine being in that situation for 10 years and then all and, and you feel like it's never going to end then god surrounds you with like oh my gosh so much love and so much support to help yep. you make sense that and transition and putting that woman in your in your path when she says suck it up right like, that's what this is for because it just remind probably just put you in check and reminded you why you even started that group and it, it is it created the whole it created your whole culture and your whole vibe of like exactly like you said, come one, come all. That's like, we're so aligned. I don't even know if you know that. Like I, I my whole thing that I'm building community builders, is you're that. like, that is, that is the whole slogan. Yes, yes. When I'm listening to you, it's obviously not from the same situation, but it's like listening to her. I know yeah. we're like, can't wait. <laughs> it is. So it's, I so, it's so important. And then what ended up happening, which was a fantastic byproduct of building my business, but building my own personal community. Mm -hmm. I also built my children's Mm -hmm. little community because all of these women have other little you know little kids and now they all are point. like a little group like we'll get together every couple weeks and we do a therapy walk and the kids play on the <laughs> playground and the moms just i that walk is around so, and some lives and stuff like that you know that yeah. is such a great point that you just put your kids in in a community and they they need that like that is that is so huge i have so many questions they desperately so let me ask you this question. How long were you in real estate before you left your situation? I was in real estate for probably about, I think about nine months uh, before so wait, I left. How did you hide that? Like, how mm -hmm. did you, you so made So he ended up finding out, he ended oh, up right. finding out because one day my business grew to the point where I could not work for him any longer mm -hmm. and it was towards the end. And so I had to say to him one day, listen, I can't help you anymore. I'm doing this other thing and I, it's important and I got to do this and I can't help you. And that, that was when things like took a real bad turn for the worse. Um, but I just, 
there's no turning back. Like, you know, I'm seeing success. I'm almost there. I'm almost to that finish line. Um, and then I ended up getting COVID. I had to go to the hospital for seven days and that was not good. That was not a good time for the kids or myself. Um, he became very violent, uh, and very angry when I got COVID because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't really wow. even speak. Um, so he, was he uh, mad at you because he had to take care of the kids? Yeah. He was mad because I couldn't cook. I couldn't clean. I couldn't. How oh, dare you? How dare gosh. you not be able to do those things? Mm -hmm. <laughs> gosh. I couldn't do the shopping. I couldn't make his coffee. I couldn't do the laundry. I couldn't do, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even get out of bed. I was yeah. coughing up blood. It was very bad. And so after, when I got home from the hot, well, when I was in the hospital, I was like, okay, I was going to try to wait one year. And then I thought, no, just now is the time. So I got out of the hospital. I called up a bunch of my friends because I couldn't, I had COVID neuropathy, so I couldn't really walk the best. And I had to have my oxygen tank, you know? So I called up a bunch of my friends and I said, listen, I'm moving. It's time. I just found a house and where I emailed him and I'm like, we need this. And we just moved, grabbed everything and left. Wow. You're yeah. So brave. And then, so brave. and luckily, um, Luckily, I had made enough money to hire a lawyer, so that was helpful. Jeez. How old were your were your kids? They um nine and three. Four. You said four, nine, and three. Fifteen, nine, oh. and three. Oh, 15, 15, nine, nine and three. three. Jeez. Yeah, that is. I mean, for anyone out there that that might be going through something similar, like what would you tell them? Like, cause you're, this is so fresh still, you guys, this is a year ago, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's still ongoing. It's still a battle. You know, I still struggle with a lot of it because it's just, it's just a lot, you know, nightmares yeah. and just the anxiety that you get. Um, it's very intense and very uncomfortable. I constantly try to remind myself that this is not anywhere near as uncomfortable as I was three or four years ago. You know, yeah, okay, I yes, I have anxiety, but th this, these are anxieties towards healing, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm when I was in so hard, I, I, I am. <laughs> Thank you so much. When I was in that situation, um, I guess I'd want to say to anybody else that was in that situation, it's not easy. It's not an easy decision. Um, it's very scary. It's terrifying. But I feel like what really pushed me over the edge to just say, like, it's, we, it's time was the fact that no, like knowing at there would be light at the end of the tunnel. If I stayed here this is what it's going to be forever. I know what I'm getting every day. Mm -hmm. I know what it's going to be, you know, and it was very bad. You know, he would wake me up at four 30 every morning by either yanking the blanket off of me and yelling at me, throwing something at my face, you know, screaming at me. It was every day, every single day. And oh. so I knew that <laughs> something better, I don't know what, but something <laughs> a lot better. of things are better than that. <laughs> anything, yeah. anything than this. Yeah. And, and are your kids all boys, girls? My two oldest are girls and my youngest is a boy. Oh, 
You are. Yeah. You are so, so strong. And like, I can't even, I know, like, uh, I don't even know how, if you were to like sum up how real estate has changed your life, cause it a hundred percent has like (laughs) in every single way, every single way, financially, socially, um, just it's literally like transformed my entire life because before, if I, if I didn't have this, we would still be stuck there. There would have been no way I could have left. So. I mean, that real estate impacts so many different women's lives in so many different ways. I feel like the way it's impacted yours is like extraordinary. It's so extraordinary. Yeah. And, and I'm just, I, you know, I know that uh, I believe wholeheartedly that uh, all things work together for those who love him for good for those who love Jesus. And, and I, but I just can't imagine how hard that must've been watching your kids and yourself go through that for so long. And just the strength that you exude by having the, I mean, you had to sneak around doing real estate. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. You know, I just think that then that in and of itself, the first six months or whatever it took for you to hide that. I don't even know how you could have done that. That must've been a constant stress just to Mm -hmm. even hide that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, yeah. I mean, the whole, exper- the whole experience was such a stress that any other stress really was like, whatever at this point. Good I mean, point. I'm so Good stressed point. out. I, you know, but I mean, I think it's kind of important to remember too, that like courage isn't just like, you know, everybody says I'm very strong. I'm very courageous. It's not something like you're born with. It's, it's a skill you develop through time over practice. So even if you're feeling, if you're in a similar situation and you're not feeling brave enough or you're not feeling strong enough, you're not like you will be, you just gotta do it. You just have to keep going. And now I hope all of our audience that are weenies that complain about having to prospect, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to sit in an open house for five hours. I mean, I hope I don't want to either. <laughs> right? Exactly. No but one I does. Hope, I hope our audience says, "My gosh, I'm being a weenie." Mm-hmm. Like I want half the audience to say, "I'm being a weenie," and I'm going to step up and and do more because if she can do it, I can too. I don't have that adversity, and maybe there's some people out there that are like, "Oh, I do have, I do have hope. I can do this." And you, and you don't have to feel, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think courage is a feeling. I think courage is doing something when you're, when you're afraid or when you're, when you're weak and you just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You just do it anyway. Oh God. Thank you so much Seriously. for sharing all that. I know. Okay. Yeah. You guys were, I want to try something new on the podcast. Me and Angela are excited about <laughs> this. Try it. It's, Give us your feedback. <laughs> it's rapid fire questions. Our friend Rachel told us about it. It's like an Oprah thing, I guess. So. Yeah. Marissa is in the hot seat and she has to finish our sentence. So Marissa, balance is. Oh gosh. Balance is magic. (laughs) (laughs) It would be because it's it's, It's impossible. (laughs) We actually have a speaker at our next event and the topic is balance Balance is bullshit. bullshit. (laughs) Um, All right. All right, Marissa, the next one. Being a mom is oh <laughs> I'm just gonna say being the mom, being a mom is the best. It is the best. It is. It Perfect. is. I had I had a friend one time before I had kids say, 
being a mom is the best and the worst thing all at the same time. And I was like, well, that's confusing. And then I had kids. I'm like, (laughs) accurate description. Yeah. All right. And the last one is my strength comes from? Within. I love that. Nice. You've been such a blessing to have on our podcast. And I'm sure you're reaching so many different people in so many different ways. And we so appreciate you. Yes. I hope so. so much. You know, for you to be transparent and authentic on on our podcast will certainly bless a lot of people. So I appreciate it. Yes. I hope okay, so. Okay. So if you're listening and you're, you are, because this was so interesting, <laughs> uh, then please check out theflourishevent.com. It's a women's event we do twice a year. It's absolutely fantastic. If you've gone before, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you need to go. Um, so if you go to the, theflourishevent.com, you can see the next upcoming um, event that we have. And if anyone's interested in getting involved with us, being being a speaker at one of our events or a guest on our show, or you know somebody amazing like Marissa who needs to be highlighted, please reach out to us so that we Through can our, Yeah, that. go to our Instagram, Moms in Real Estate, mm-hmm. and make sure to send us a message. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. Marissa, thank you again. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you guys. Thank you so much.